candidates, the campaigns, the elections, the stories. You're listening to the Utah Political Project, archiving Utahns who have made history. And today we're in part two of a two-part broadcast with Joan Hellstrom, who was the first female elected county commissioner in Weber County. Joan, welcome back. Thanks, Spencer. It's nice to be back. And we had a great, I think we had a great, at least I was fascinated by it, the great first episode, um, uh, 20 minutes talking about kind of the lead up to how you became the first female elected county commissioner uh, in Weber County. But we, we left off uh, you making it out of the convention, the Weber yes. County Republican Party convention, yes. um, and heading into a primary with uh, Robert, Mar- Robert Montgomery, yes. a, f- a physician in um, Weber. Well, he had been a physician in Southern California right. and was obviously – uh, well-financed, yes. and here you were coming out against him to run in a primary, and what it took, you told us a little bit about the, the plywood lawn, <laughs> the plywood 4 by 8 signs that you made in your yes. backyard with yes. spray paint, right? Yes. And, yes. You, and you told us after you got a bunch of them up, you had misspelled commissioner. <laughs> yes. I just could not uh, believe uh, So that. what was the campaign like uh, from, the, from the convention to that uh, first primary? And the first, the, the primary at the time was... Uh, back then it was in June. So it was, you had from May to... No, May. it was in September. Oh, it was in September? Okay. It changed when... Oh, that's I, right. That's Bob, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was in September. Mm-hmm. Thanks for correcting. Yes. You lived it, so you know. I know. I will um, never forget. <laughs> all right. So so tell us a little bit about that that primary election campaign. Well, and then we, tr- we tried to regroup and knew that we had to put some really good brochures together, but that was something that we kind of put together ourselves as well to really talk about my message and the town meet, uh, town hall meetings and all of that was something that I wasn't expecting or really being ready for. But I knew I just had to be honest in what I was trying to um, do and the purpose that I was running. And I had, again, dear friends that were willing to go with me, my daughter, Heidi, would go with me all the time and one time she came out and she says mom do you really want to do this she said I just can't believe people can really be so mean so she was going door to door and was finding this out at the door and she would go to the town hall meetings with me and it was an um, experience I wasn't expecting expecting but I thought I know what's important to me right now and if it's important to others then we, they can vote for me or they can go a different direction because I was very, very enthusiastic about how I wanted, like I said, the enthusiasm to come back. And the people that were friends of the Egyptian theater at the time, they were the ones that were very steadfast and wanted to have the support. Well, they wanted to give their support to me because they had supported it for years and they wanted it so badly. And they and this is so this is the Egyptian theater you referred to in the in the in part one of our interview, where you had gone every Saturday yes. and and it had fallen yes. into disrepair and had closed. Yes. yes, and it was in downtown downtown Ogden. A lot right. of people, when right. you hear in Salt Lake, especially the Egyptian theater, they think of the one up in Park City. Yes. So this was a beautiful and much larger theater than the one up in Park City. Yes, um, and right. so and like I said, we'd already lost the or the Orpheum Theater. They had taken that down. So how could we 
that beautiful architecture, Perry, that actually built the Egyptian, or not built it, but he was the one that had the dream and wanted that. And how could we lose that? And for people that had cared about it for years. For and years. so there was a group that had formed to save yes. it. So yes. they became big supporters of yes. yours. And why yes. did they pick you over Robert Montgomery? Do you know? I still don't know. I, I, I really don't know. But I was as surprised as everybody else was in Weber County that I came out of convention. But it was really stimulating me and my friends to go forward. And hopefully we could be successful for um, everything that I was campaigning and you for. And you have a couple of uh, friends with you in studio that I think you should mention because my hunch is that they were out going door to door with you as well. Is that correct? They certainly were. They certainly were. Dixie Van Dyke and Susan Finley. We're are here in studio with yes, you. Yes, yes. Moral, moral support. So everybody yes. was out going door to door. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. election night uh, <laughs> arrives yes. in September. And what happens? Um, they phoned me uh, that morning uh, from the radio stations. and That said, was back when we had lots of radio stations. Lots of radio stations. And uh, there was someone from um, the... Uh, TV and I I'm, I apologize I don't remember but they said you just did a great campaign you have your name out there um, but you're just it's just not in the cards for you to win and so I wouldn't even come down if I was you to the hotel and Ben Loman and I went well I really appreciate you calling me and I I I feel badly for the people that supported me but you know, we'll just move forward after this and take what comes. And they said, okay, we just wanted to call and notify you. So, And you um, had, and your, your family, they were big supporters. We yes. have to mention, you said you mentioned your daughter, Heidi. Heidi. Um, and you had a son that was probably out there helping. No, was because he? he was on a mission. Oh, he was on a mission at the time. Yes. And your husband. Oh, Kent, he went around. My wonderful husband, Kent, went around uh, every night to make sure the signs were still up. Checked all the way through the county. And... Um, very supportive and my mother and father and they when I told my friends they had gathered at my house we didn't make it but thank you and it was a it was a good go was that just based on the earlier call that you told them you yes. didn't make it yes so the call that morning the egg yes. <laughs> that's funny okay yeah. and then yeah. my mother and dad said um well we're going down to the hotel bin woman because we're going to just see what happens and my mother and my father were extremely positive and always Joan whatever you want to try or do even to my brothers we're, we're behind you 100% so the night went on and I got a call and they said um Joan things are turning in your favor you need to come down to the hotel bin woman we think you're going to win the primary and we were astounded, and I said, well, they've told me there's just no way. I'm not going to go down there and uh, ruin the party for Senator Montgomery. And they said, no, we think you need to come down. So when I got there, by the time I got there, the finals were in, and my mother came rushing up and threw her arms around me, and they took a picture. And so it came out in the paper the next day that Joan had made it, and she's being hugged by her mother, Fridonna Dixon, and so now my name came out as Fridonna and Harold's daughter, who was very familiar because of my mother's school teaching and my father and everything. I mean, there wasn't a person in Weber County that hadn't eaten one of the pies, one of the Dixon uh, so pies, so I mean, that would have been a plus. So that kind of gave me a push, but then 
we knew we were going to run against Steve Dirks, the incumbent. Can you imagine and, really being told that morning, no way? Yeah, and and then, Steve Dirks, <laughs> just to set that set this up, Steve yes, Dirks had yes, been the yes. mayor of Ogden yes. the, the, by this point. He mm-hmm. had gone on to run for the United United States Congress yes, against yes. Uh, Jim, Jim Hansen yes. and was very, very well known in Weber County. So here you were, and was then the sitting county commissioner. Yes. Uh, you were up against Steve Dirks for the November election. Yes. And, and we don't really realize it now uh, because there are not a lot of Democrat office holders from Weber County. But right. back then, there were a Huge. lot more Democrat office holders in Weber County. So yes. Yes. what did the team think? They were thinking, oh, my heavens, we have... We've we've been with this woman through uh, convention. convention. We've yes. been with this woman through a primary. We have no energy. What did they think? They didn't know what to think, really. None of us knew what to think, and it was definitely now what. Now the signs were spelled. Commissioner was spelled correctly <laughs> yes. at this point. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. So and we had really nice brochures to send out, you know, and to give out, and then we just decided. We're just going to move forward, and we'll just see what happens and hope for the very, very best. And it was unbelievable. And so, but did you continued to walk the neighborhoods yes. and, and yes. Uh, get out tell the vote? Tell people. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, from, from my perspective, I was, I was working in the county clerk's office yes. at the time. And I that's re- where I first met you. That's where we first met. You, we yes. worked in the, the old municipal building, yes. which is now the Ogden City uh, headquarters. But mm-hmm. uh, I remember watching this uh, campaign and uh, just thinking that Steve Dirks was going to crush you because, right. you know, it was Steve right. Dirks right. Um, had run for Congress, was a sitting commissioner. Yes. But I, I will tell you that after the election was over, um, about a week later, I got a call from Steve Dirks because I worked in the county clerk's office yes. and, you know, did the election, right. did the, the right. back end of the election, right. the counting of the votes and getting the, you know, right. locations set up. And... Um, he called and he said they were punch card ballots. And he said, um, Spencer, this is Commissioner Dirks. Would you would you mind if I came over and looked at uh, the ballots? <laughs> and I said, well, I, I would need to get permission from the county clerk, but I don't think that would be a problem. I said, why, why do you want to do that? He said, because I have gone around Weber County the last you know two weeks and everybody I've talked to said they voted for me. They just couldn't believe that that you didn't win because everybody I talked to voted for me. And I, I have since learned that that's kind of the common thing to say to an elected official, um, you know, after the election. I Oh, I voted for you. You had my support. I voted for you. So I now, had no idea that now, happened either. Now you have, now you have, uh, you win in November and you have two months to prepare. Mm-hmm. What was that two months like as the commissioner-elect? The, did you, at this point, did you learn you were the first female uh, no, so county of elected just official. The day the of the the final election, I got the same kind of telephone calls telling me that I hadn't won. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did have a room at the Hotel Van Loman, but the party kind of went downhill from there, and we all stayed collectively in that hotel room and just tried to celebrate the best we could for trying to do a job well done. And I got the same kind of call that it looked like things were turning around. So anyway, going to two months to prepare, because honestly, after we won, my friend said, now what? And you do expect to walk into something and have some kind of operational manual or something to tell you what to do. But there and wasn't the two, anything there. the two sitting county commissioners were... Yes. Oh, and then the well, big upset, not only was it upset for me, but for wonderful Bill Bailey, 
because Randy Williford, who was running against him, the night of the election, went around and turned all of his signs upside down and said, I am going to turn the government upside down. So just in that one night, because my husband had made calls, my friends had made calls to see where everything was going, and Bill Bailey definitely should have won. I was the one that, who knew what. But so it was a shock to Lowell and to everybody that Randy Williford won the election. And that really put a different outlook on what was going to happen in January. Definitely. And so uh, you were, you had two brand new people on the commission. It was a three member commission yes. at the time. Well, Lowell Peterson. So was there. Yeah. Lowell, Lowell Peterson, mm-hmm. Republican. Yes. Randy Williford, Democrat. Yes. Yes. New, yes, and Joan Hellstrom, yes. first female commissioner, <laughs> Republican. Yes. New, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So, and and how did that how did that go over? Did did, I mean, I, I you you describe was everyone coming to give you advice and tell you what to do and oh yes, and uh, wanting me to be on their team and what they wanted to try and get accomplished, and uh, it was very disheartening for Lowell because now. Like I say, it wasn't going to be consensus among the commission, obviously. And, excuse me, Randy had his agenda, and I had mine, and Lowell had his. So we were going to have to work through some issues. And early on, we found out that wasn't going to be easy. And one day, uh, Lowell came in my office and put his hand down on the desk and said, I've got to leave the commission. I can't stay on it, and I can't work with Randy, and I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. And I was like, what? What are we going to do now? And was, this, was, was it that early on in your, in your um, probably, term in office? Probably the year. A year? A year mm-hmm. in? Hmm. Okay. And so um, there had already, already been some bad press and how we weren't getting along, and um, – there was problems in the treasurer's office, which seems that to we be the which seems to be the case in a, uh, a three member three member commission. Yes, that um, yes, you don't always have unanimity, especially when one person is of another party, and so. Mm-hmm. But it's probably even the case when there are three three Republicans. We see this down in oh, I agree with Utah that one hundred percent. And I've always thought after I was through, there had to be changes. There had to be a different way to do things. And, um, but again, one thing that Lola and I did do, which was upsetting to the party and especially with me, um, they just didn't feel like I was really part of them. And I really was, I thought you all have to, if you're part of something in Weber County, you have to be for getting things back on track, but we enforce the restaurant tax and we were the very last County to enforce the restaurant tax. And so why wouldn't we want to benefit from the restaurant tax when it was so needed when all the other counties in Utah were? And so, so I think so the Wasatch Front, the restaurant tax yes. was new, was yes. new to um, mm-hmm. really to Utah. Yes. And so you uh, imposed it, you and Lowell. And yes. did Randy vote with you, Commissioner no. Williford? No. So it was Commissioner Peterson, Commissioner Hellstrom yes. voted for the restaurant yes. tax. The last Wasatch Front County. I yes, don't know. Did Utah County do it? Yes. Had they already done it? Yes. Okay. And so um, Weber County imposes was, the restaurant tax, and I'm sure that the party faithful went yes, crazy. They went crazy. And uh, but now Lowell, Lowell had been a former state senator, yes, right? Yes. Um, yes. And so 
he had some experience dealing with people going crazy or dealing with the electorate, but you had none. None, none. But I, Lowell was convinced that was the way we had to go. And And Lowell- Did you know at the time what you were going to use it for? uh, Well, no, but when I started learning about it, I thought, and the friends of the Egyptian went, this is what we really need. And I started getting educated about what it could do for the people of Weber County. And I thought, oh, we have to do this. And again, being at Weber State and trying to raise funding there for the arts and all different kinds of programs, it was just one of the best things that we could do for ensuring things would be coming back to Weber County with a lot of enthusiasm. And so that's what so, happened. So you, you imposed it, um, yes. the last of the Wasatch Front to do it. Yes. And uh, now you've got a restaurant tax uh, funding source. Yes. And a lot of people not happy, especially in the restaurant business. Did you did you tell? Oh, that's I hadn't thought about that. Yes, uh-huh. there would have been some people in the restaurant very. business that mm-hmm. were unhappy. And one now that is very still very very successful, and uh, his mind has really never changed about that either. It's still the same. Have you? Uh-huh. Okay. Well. Yeah, yes. So um, that's quite amazing to me. And so um, this was to save downtown Ogden yes. to yes. restore the Egyptian Theater at yes. this point. Yes. And uh, and then Lowell came in and announced that he was resigning. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so there was no changing his mind. He was done. And so then I'm learning a new. But I mean, he did he did have another job, right? I mean, he, he yes. was going yes. to a job yes. Yes. Um, that was yes. going to pay him yes. more yes. than what he was making at yes. the county commission. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he had carried this baton for a while. Uh, yeah, I think he two terms before that. Uh, he, well, I know that he and Bill Bailey and Bob Hunter were the. Really, the, the people that put together the fairgrounds. Fair yes, uh-huh. they had done a, done a lot of wonderful, wonderful things, and um, so and had Bill Bailey's support and a lot of things we were trying to move forward. But uh, it was another new issue for me to tackle. That now there was going to be a list of names that were going to be handed to me that I would have to appoint someone, and all of that before it went. Unless it went. We didn't agree. Randy and I it would go to the governor. So the him. so the process back then was um, the people could apply. They could they yes. could apply to be the replacement. It right. would then go to the county party central committee. Yes. And the county party central committee would narrow those names down to six. Yep. And um, yes. then then it would come. Those six names would come to the two sitting county commissioners. Yes. One Republican at this time and one Democrat. And if they could not agree upon a name. Then it would go to the governor for appointment. Correct? Yes, and so you're in the throes of all of that. Yes. and you know what? I I kind of feel like we need to do an episode where we, we only have a minute and a half okay. left. Okay, I'm sorry. And I think we need I think we need to do a third a third part uh, to this uh, the wonderful story that we've been telling. And so we'll be back with part three. Um, so. You can like us and leave us a review wherever you listen and consume your podcast. This has been a production of the Political Underground Network. Special thanks to our producer, Connor Sorensen. And you can find this episode and others like it on thepoliticalunderground.com.